Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Dakota Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode, The End of the Beginning! Ah, Red Panda, it has been a long time. Hello, Von Schlitz. You're looking disappointingly well. Yes, I have been most cooperative, you know. So I gather. Forgive me if I've been waiting for the other shoe to drop. The other shoe? Haha, <laughs> I see. Yes. Well, mass man, it dropped long ago. And it was Hitler who dropped it, invading Russia without even bringing winter gear. Forming an alliance with Japanese that gave the Americans an excuse to stick their noses in? Allowing sycophants to pour poison in his ears against me, the most brilliant jewel in his crown? Pulling back resources from my directorate when we could have handed him the world on a silver platter. When you destroyed my network of dark towers, I knew that in time... Germany would fall. It hasn't fallen yet. No, and it will not be easy. Even in conventional military forces, the Fuhrer is still strong and he has dug in. Personally, I give your invasion plans one chance in three. Who said anything about an invasion? Oh, please. It is imminent. The entire Allied Command Super Service has been through here in the last week, each of them seeking information to help clear some of the last hurdles left behind by my great work. And now they are all off, doing who knows what, and they have to call you up to play chaperone. Chaperone? He isn't allowed to be alone with me. Are you, Red Ensign? You don't think he's going to stop me if I decide today is the day, do you? Oh, please. You need me. Who says we do? Because since the last time you put me in traction, Red Ensign, the super services are no longer my jailers. And my new jailers understand my worth. The Americans would never have let you in here without good reason. And the good reason means that you need me. Do you imagine that I can't guess why, Mr. Archer? What did you say? Yes, I know who you are, Red Ensign. Or rather, what you are. When I found out you were an android built by that stubborn fool, Captain Clockwork, I wondered if that was why you hated me so much. After all, 
he did suffer horribly by my hand. He just would not cooperate, would not share his genius for robotics. So I opened his brain and took what I needed. But that does not make you angry at all, does it, machine? I never knew my creator. Well, whom amongst us truly does? But that is not why you hate me. You blame me for what happened to the human woman you called your wife. You murdered her. You murdered her, machine, the day you dragged her into your synthetic life. Enough! Your information is surprisingly good, von Schlitz. A little quid pro quo with the Americans? I answer their questions, they answer mine. As long as I am only asking for someone else's secret, they don't see the harm. Besides, we're almost a mile on the ground in a tastefully appointed cage. What is the harm, Mr. Jackson? I'm sorry? Clay Jackson, reformed gangster who faked his own death and turned to fighting crime. Imagine my surprise to learn you were just another decadent criminal yourself. A Judas to your class with your faithful maul at your side. Ah, yes. The Ministry Records. You seem very relaxed about this. Disappointed? Inexplicably. I don't think you're ever getting out of this hole, Herr Doctor. Remember where you were when you said that. Enough pleasantries. We have business. Yes. They are sending you after him. They are sending the two of you to kill Tevas. What can you tell us about him? That he will kill you and render your playmate into scrap. Were you really the only ones left for this job? John, be a deer and break his left arm at the elbow, would you? With pleasure. All right, all right. Don't get testy. What can I tell you that you do not already know? Hitler wanted an ubermensch. In theory, to protect Germany from the interference of foreign powers, but in reality, he simply wanted the most powerful creature in the world to bow before him, to stand beside him on the platform at the Reichstag, to hold the crowd in awe of his might and power as only a god truly can. The Fuhrer needed a god. I built him one. How? I do not expect you to understand the complexities of working with the powers known to the ancients as magic. I get by. Then you know that many artifacts of power simply acted as batteries, holding a charge of otherworldly power, sometimes for centuries. But the precious few were conduits to a dimension of power and glory beyond the dreams of mortal man. Replicating that power connection was the key to my generators, to my ray guns, to... Well, you know, limitless power waiting to be tapped, to be harnessed. And you put that power into a human. Not just any human. Hitler could not have an Ubermensch who was less than perfectly German, a masterpiece of Aryan genetics. Not easy to find, especially since I went through as many of them as I did. Don't look so shocked, gentlemen. Omelets and eggs, you know. At last... Success! I cultivated a tiny crystal that would breach the dimensions and transmit power as it grew, infuse his very living cells with the dark magics, very slowly at first, to give the young man time to heal from the implantation, to allow his system to learn to process and harness the power of the gods! Within six months, the Fuhrer 
had Tevaz, his god of war. And now the one thing left unaccounted for in the Allied invasion plans. You're saying that within his body is a small crystal that is the source of his power? Just below his heart. And it would be a little smaller than a baseball now. Forgive me. I have spent too much time with my hosts. I describe everything in terms of relative size of baseballs now. It doesn't matter. The crystal is protected by the vast field of dark power stored within Tevaz's body. The only way to access it is to drain his power. And were there a hundred more like you, it would not tax him that much. If you two are the only ones for the job, you will fail and die. Unless you tell us how. That is how. Do you think this hasn't been tried? If Germany would win this war, in the fullness of time I would certainly be shot as a traitor. Tevas can crush your invasion before it gets off the beach. If I knew how to defeat him, I would tell you. It cannot be done. Not by a criminal and a toy soldier. Ah, it looks like your time is up. Don't look so wistful, Mr. Archer. You may not have got to wring my neck as you wished, but Tevas will put you out of your misery and mine. Goodbye, gentlemen. I wish that I could say I shall mourn you. But I really won't. This is crazy. It is a little. Did you find everything, John? Yes, thank you. Bullets tipped with anti-magic alloy may be just what the doctor ordered. I think you have enough guns. I'll let you know when I have enough. How is it possible that you idiots drew this assignment? There was nobody left. Also, I cannot imagine that anyone else was exactly keen on the notion. You think? This Tiawaz, or however you say it, nobody's ever taken him down. Nobody's even come close. And unless someone does, the invasion will be stopped dead. Literally. How can you be sure? Kit, if the Red Ensign and I can't stop Tavaz, how could a boy with a rifle? I don't know, maybe by having a million friends with him? Stop. I understand how you feel. But we are clearly days away from a military operation the likes of which the world has never seen. Wherever the invasion comes, it will be massive, mind-boggling, quite literally all of our eggs in one basket. And it will be facing an entrenched foe who has had years to prepare for this moment. This could make Dieppe look like a springtime picnic. We have no right to sit this one out. No. You have to slip over early and take on a Nazi death machine with incredible powers. Powers which we can counteract. Sure about that, are you? Kit, there isn't anyone else. Yes, there is, Gus. There's me! There's the entire Danger Federation. Let's take the whole team over and take turns punching this ratty stooge in the face. Kit, up until the moment that we face Tevaz, this is a covert mission. Hitler must know that an attack upon his Ubermensch will have to precede the invasion. It's why this was left until last. So? So Eagle Man has an 11-foot wingspan. White Knight could never pass for human. Titanic Man is, well, Titanic. What about me and Foxy? We corner the market on covert. The Grey Fox is Japanese. You don't think that might stand out on the train just a bit? All right, wise guy. What about me? I think I'll just go get the rest of the... things. Thank you, John. Oh, so it's like that, is it? Like what? Ganging up on me. How is the... Never mind, I don't want to know. 
I know what you're going to say, Gus. I don't think that you do. You're going to say that Billy needs me, but he needs his father too, Gus. And we have the best chance of that if we stay together. Not what I was going to say. Oh. I don't pretend to know what is planned for this invasion. But if the Allies have learned at all from past mistakes, they won't be holding anything back. If this fails, the failure will be complete. England will be crushed and subjugated before it can be reinforced again. And then it is only a matter of time before the battle comes across the ocean. It may take a year, it may take more, but Hitler will be coming. This country will need the Danger Federation, and if the Nazis still have Tevas with them, they will need you too. Me? You're the only other hero who even knows that this anti-magic technology exists, much less how to use it. True or false? If you don't get him this time, it means this stuff didn't work. And you and Dr. Chronopolis will have to figure out why it didn't and make improvements. You're the man inventor. I'm the spunky girl reporter. The country will need you, Kit. You'll be the only one that even has a chance. Subtlety will be out the window. Gear the team up. Take Tevas out. That sounded distressingly like an order. Never. Are we good? We're not sure yet. We're good. Stop hiding. I actually did find some more anti-magic gear, but it looks like a box of suits. Ah, the very thing. Civilian clothes woven with anti-magic fibers. Made for undercover work, but it means we won't have to look like twins. Good thing we're the same size. It has come in handy once or twice. Please tell me you idiots are taking more serious gear than that. She keeps calling us idiots. It's probably true, but she still shouldn't say it. Gus. Anti-magic chaff. Shield projector. Clip that on your belt, John. Thank you. Two canisters of pixie dust. Two what's of how much? Microscopic dust of anti-magic alloy. If Tevas breathes it in, it might infect his system, tax his powers. How are you going to make him do that? I have some thoughts on the subject. This isn't the whole plan, is it? Magic jammers. I don't know those. Sends out a counter-signal on known frequencies of mystic energy. Causes power reduction, prevents fields from forming, all good stuff. Do you even know what frequency Tevas's powers work on? Ah, see, I thought of that. Built-in scanner. Should hone in on the strongest magic frequency and emit a counter-signal to match. How long does that take? Um... Oh, good. Well, I built them three or four years ago and never really had a chance to, you know, try them. I hate this plan. This doesn't even qualify as a plan. This is just a box full of junk. Anti-magic junk. Quiet, you. Look, we get Tavos's attention. We hit him with as much of our tech as we can as fast as we can to weaken his powers... John introduces him to a few dozen anti-magic bullets and some robotic super strength to sap his power field, and I hit him with this. That's new. Well, it's new-ish. A sword? Forged of anti-magic alloys. If I can get Tevas in the right spot, it should shatter the crystal that transmits his power. I was actually thinking, where are we going to hide a sword on the train? Quiet you, I'll think of something. Why are you taking the train? Why not just thunder in on that rocket of yours? We may have to wait a few days in a safe house. We'll get the signal just before the invasion begins. I hate this plan. We should get moving. Intelligence has Tevas stationed in Paris. I can have us to a safe landing site in a few hours, but the trains run on a curfew. Our window is limited. Ah, Paris. Remember Paris. Barely. 
We didn't get outside all that much as I recall. What are you talking about? We solved a mystery with a werewolf in it. Maybe I just remember the interesting parts. Fresh. John? Yes, boss? You try and bring him back in one piece, will ya? Yes, boss. You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com. Red Panda, are you awake? I am now. Our contact from the Resistance has arrived. Coming. What time is it? Locally or biologically? Forget that I asked. Red Panda, this is Leclerc. Hello. Where are the others? There are no others. Fine. I understand. But when the signal comes, you will have no time to lose. If you do not trust me to brief them in advance, you will have to do it by yourselves. The streets are dangerous for you. It is best if I go. I don't think he understands. Would you like to try? Monsieur Leclerc, there are no others. But... Well, I thought... Forgive me. We only know our part in the plan, but it seemed like... Well, that is... We were hoping uh, you would come to destroy their Tuffle. The one they call Tyvaz. That's the plan, yes. But just you two? We get that a lot. I do not envy you your task, my friends. But know that the prayers of all of Paris are with you. Der Tuffel has been a terror to the city and her people since he arrived. I understand calling him the devil, but why do you use the German name for it? If the devil is a Nazi, why give him a French name? Fair enough. Why is Tevar stationed here? Officially? Punishment for the activities of the Resistance. In truth, the Nazis suspect an invasion may come and want their Ubermensch able to reach any landing site within an hour. Flexing their muscles for the benefit of the locals is always good, too. The people are terrified of him, and rightly so. He can do whatever he wants, take whatever he wants. He has a temper like the devil he is. His own people are afraid of him. They will not mourn for him if you succeed. Do you have the map? Right here. This is everything we have on his movement. And photographs. Here, this is the house Der Tuffel has taken for his use. A modest little mansion. He isn't in a military facility? He isn't a soldier. No one dares approach him. The street has been abandoned. Good. No civilians. Makes this easier. I was waiting for the part where this gets easier. It is close by to troops, however. Almost everything in Paris is these days. That is where my teams come in. Whatever it is that you're planning to do, I can't imagine that it will be quiet. My teams get the same radio signal as you. We attack on the same timetable, or sooner, if your fireworks start ahead of schedule. Our objective is simply to cause confusion and keep the troops out of your air. But we don't have the personnel or the manpower for a sustained offensive. Some bombs, a little sniping, 
A firefight here and there, and then we fall back and fade. We will buy you time. But whatever it is you are planning on doing, I suggest you do it quickly. It's sound advice. I don't know how much advance notice we'll get, Monsieur Leclerc. I don't even know the day. But it will probably come in the hours just before dawn. We will be ready. I wish the both of you luck. Please forgive the observation that you are going to need it. Ah, Paris. In the springtime, no less. And at night. Forgive me if I resist the urge to hold hands. Probably quite wise. You do not think we can continue to wait. We should blow the charges. Not yet. The clerk's report says that Tevas never sleeps, that he likes to drive through the streets at night at high speeds. He can fly. Why should he drive? He likes to drive. And to run things over, apparently. He crashes one car, the next day he takes another. No wonder they got him out of Berlin. That is a nice car, though. You aren't having second thoughts about blowing it up, are you? No, nothing like that. But I still want him to be sitting in it when I do. It won't hurt him. All we really need to do is get his attention. I've got two canisters of pixie dust in that car, both triggered to fire at the driver's face when the car explodes. We don't even know what those microparticles will do to him. They'll do more than the explosion, that's for sure. Red Panda, there is something of a timetable at play here. Leclerc's men are going to start taking pot shots at local Nazis soon, to say nothing of the fact that if the invasion fleet gets spotted crossing the channel, Tevas could fly out of here at top speed at any moment. If the invasion fleet gets spotted crossing the channel, this is over with or without Tevas. One way or another, old friend, we are about to become a very minor footnote in a defining moment in history. Was that supposed to be a motivational speech? We should blow the car. Not yet. Look. Well, I'll be darned. The Ubermensch himself. Wouldn't it be nice if this just happened to kill him? We need to distinguish between battle plans and outright fantasy here. It's a fair point. Shall we? Let's. Ah! Who dares? Here he comes. Activating magic jammers. Keep him in the field radius while they scan. Or else what? They have to start over. I like this plan. Here's another one. Benson, get your shield up! Farewell. Can it be that another of the much-vaunted superheroes have come after me at last? I always enjoy killing you, boys. Which one were you? Something about your suit makes you difficult for me to see you. That's a good trick. And somehow those shots of yours even managed to hurt me. <laughs> a little. That's an even better one. But if that is all you have, little man, then you came a long way for nothing. <laughs> ah! Delight! Burns my eyes! <laughs> Who is that? Who is there? So, you brought a friend, did you, little man? Someone to drag you back into the shadows? Don't you know that the darkness won't protect you from me? I am all darkness! Right down to the heart. 
I am Tevas, the god of war, and none may stand against me. <laughs> What is so funny, insect? The mighty Tevas, god of war. You're firing blind like a frightened child. Is this what you fight me with? Illusions? Hypnosis? You can trick my eyes, little man, but you cannot fool my higher senses. Is that so? Then why can you not find me? I will find you! I will find you and your friend! And I will eat your hearts. You wouldn't like his. These specters of the night, these illusions you cast, they must play very well in a dark alley with a purse snatcher. But you are out of your element. And out of your league. Yes, thank goodness. I am nothing like you. You prey upon the fear of the superstitious, cowardly men. I... I'm a god! And yet we have hurt you already? Yes. Special bullets, I suppose. <laughs> and there is something else in the car, wasn't there? That would be telling. Impressive? Hmm. But if you were not now completely out of ideas, why would you be hiding in the shadows? Perhaps I'm just waiting for the jammers to kick in. Waiting for... What? What is this? Now or never. Think fast, Ratsy. You are very strong, little man. But you are still just a man. Impressive. I would have the General's men pull you apart to find out how you took so much abuse. But then they would know. And I cannot have that. So, you must be obliterated. Tevas! Ah, there you are, insect. Come from the shadows to save your friend again? Face me, coward. Is that a sword? Do you really have a sword in your hand? A true god of war could never deny such a challenge. I feel you in my head, insect. It almost worked. I don't know what the trick is, but I think I shall not take the bait. I don't know if either of you gentlemen can still hear me, but I sincerely hope that you can. There is only one reason why you would come after me today and in the hours before dawn. It means today is the day. Today is the day that I smash your ships, sink your landing craft, and show the young men of your lands the fury of a god. Your invasion will fail, my friends. The fatherland will reign supreme. But first, you will die. I don't think so. What is this? This is the end, Nazi. For you. You're much less subtle than your friends. <laughs> Who are you supposed to be? They call me Mr. Amazing. But only because I was kind of an arrogant jerk when I took the name. Almost as much as you, maybe. 
But I learned to be something more. Something you and your Fuhrer could never understand. And what is that? A hero. A real one. And there's a quarter of a million more of them headed this way right now, bringing freedom and democracy to a theater near you. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let you stand in their way. That's the general idea? Enough talk. Impossible! Impossible! You cannot stand before my power! Power? You want power? Try this arm! Is stronger than Tevas! No power is greater than the god of war! There are too many ways to answer that, Ratsy. So I choose this one! friend, is that all you have? The best you can do? Looked pretty good from here. Oh, you hurt me. You could have stopped me. Perhaps even destroyed me. But you just didn't have enough power. I guess not. Had you on the ropes for a minute. Yes. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. You almost defeated a god today, hero. But I am the last man standing. Count again. What? Tables! <gasps> what? What is happening? I shattered the crystal that fed you your power. You're not a god anymore. You're just a Nazi stooge with a sword in his chest! Somehow I knew... knew you'd get... the last word. Don't talk. We'll get you out of here. How is he? John, your arm... Can be repaired. You saved our lives, young man. You did more than that. You saved the invasion force. They still might fail. And many will die. To save... To save people, they'll... They never knew. To save us all. Those... Those are the real... Heroes. the entire staff? Sitting by the radios like everyone else in the world. Have you heard? Yes. Normandy. Not Calais. So you owe me a dollar. Yes, I do. You don't seem surprised to see me. Well, the radio didn't say anything about flying Nazi supermen smashing the invasion force, so I knew you'd be along. You look like hell. <sighs> Thank you. How are the others? John is going to be in the shop for a while. Mr. Amazing? He had more power than anyone could have imagined. And it took all of that and more. Are you saying he's... Dead. Yes. He knew that his power was finite. 
I know he'd do it again in a heartbeat. Oh, Gus. Don't look at me like that. Like what? You left me in charge, Gus. I didn't exactly have to twist his arm. He was off as fast as I could say head for Paris and listen for the end of the world. I did what I thought was right. You were right, Kit. And so was he. As much as I wish I could be angry with the pair of you. We were beaten until he arrived. It took everything we had, all of us, every scrap of Mr. Amazing's life force, just to give those boys a chance. Well, it sounds like they're making the most of it. He would be proud. And you should be too. No, Kit. He was right. Those boys on the beaches, they are the heroes and the ones who will follow them. They're at the start of an enormous undertaking, and it might still all fall to pieces. But in the future, when they remember this day, it won't be for anything we did, or even for Mr. Amazing's sacrifice. This is their day, and I pray it will always be thus. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 96, The End of the Beginning, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Hans Messerschmidt, Christopher Mott, Peter Higginson, Stephen Burley, Gregory Z. Cook, Clarissa Dernatterlanden, and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night. new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night! <laughs>